We live in a changing world that is full of questions, and the answers must come from the unchanging truth of God's Word. Today, we look into Scripture with Scott Pauling to discover what the Bible says. Ask the Lord to speak to you and to give you truth to share with others. A very kind lady called me one day, and she was a little uh, perturbed, we might say, by something that I had given in a Bible message regarding church membership. And she said to me, I don't believe in belonging. I don't believe in being a member of a local church. I don't believe that's found in the Bible. And uh, I said to her, well, the truth of the matter is, I believe in a local New Testament church, which means I believe that the local church has autonomy. They, they have the right uh, to do it any way they choose to do it. But the principle of belonging to a local assembly is certainly found in the Word of God. Now, how they keep up with those members and how they track them and all that kind of thing, that's not laid out in Scripture. But belonging certainly is. As a matter of fact, at the very beginning of the early stages of the New Testament church, you find it repeatedly emphasized. Let me show you what I mean. Acts chapter 4, verse number 23, referring to the apostles after they had been beaten and persecuted. The Bible says in Acts 4, verse 23, And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. Now look, they belonged somewhere. They, they had a company. There was a group that they were connected to. And watch this. They were not only connected, they were accountable. You know, I think right in this example in Acts chapter 4, verse 23, perhaps is one of the reasons why people don't like the idea of membership. People don't want to belong because they don't want to be accountable. They want to be attenders and not members, spectators and not participants. Uh, there are far too many people today who view the church as something they just come and observe. So they slip in at the last minute, they sit and uh, they watch the goings-on, and then they slip out very quietly, and they're not expected to do anything. May I tell you, that is not the church that Jesus started. You know, in the local New Testament church, there is great accountability. Let me show you again. How about Acts chapter number 5, verse number 12? And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them, and believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women. Did you hear it? There were some people that joined them, and there were others that said, we're not joining this group. They were, they were afraid. They were frightened. You know, when people look at the New Testament church, uh, they may either be attracted or they may be repelled. And it has everything to do with their attitude towards Christ. You see, if you love Christ, you'll love being with His people. If you love Christ, you'll love what He's doing in this world. And so here were people who were choosing whether they were going to join this local assembly or not. Here's another example. Acts chapter 9, verse number 26. Uh, the apostle Paul, uh, originally called Saul, has just gotten saved. Praise God. But there's a little issue because they're all afraid of him. He was a terrorist. He'd been killing Christians and imprisoning them. So in Acts chapter 9, verse number 26, the Bible says, And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples. But they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. And I love the next verse. Verse 27 says, But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. 
and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with them, coming in and going out at Jerusalem. What do we learn from the example of Paul and the early church in Jerusalem? Well, one thing we know is there was a visible body. There was a, a local church. There was a group there that met together. Then we know they had an identifiable body of doctrine. They believed something. They were preaching Christ. And uh, only those who could line up with their doctrine uh, were joining them. And then we know people could join them because Paul wanted to. He wanted to, to put himself in line with this local group of followers of Christ. And then we know that only a true disciple was admitted. Now that's very important. You see, because we believe that to be a member of of a local New Testament church, you first must know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That only those who are willing to publicly confess Jesus Christ and follow Him in baptism should be admitted into the membership of the local church. If I go stand in a garage, that does not make me a car. And if I go sit in a church, that does not make me a Christian. Because it doesn't change the fundamental nature of who I am. No, I need Jesus. I don't need a church first. I need Christ. I didn't start by becoming a church member. I started by becoming one with the Lord Jesus. And when I came to know Christ as my personal Savior, an amazing thing happened. Suddenly I loved His people. I wanted to be with them. We had Christ in common. If you read Acts chapter number 2, that's the divine order. They believed the gospel, they were baptized, and then they continued in the fellowship of believers. Now that's still the way that members should be received today into a local New Testament church. Now sometimes... Uh, members have to leave one area and go to another. For example, we just read it uh, in the early pages of the book of Acts, Acts chapter 4. Uh, they moved from one place to another place. What did they do? As quickly as possible, they found another like-minded group of believers in a local assembly and they joined themselves to them. I'd like to give you some advice today. When you move, when you go to a new area, one of the very first things you ought to be looking for is, is there a group of local believers there that I can attach myself to? So many people get lost in the in-between times of life. They fall through the cracks during transitional times. As quickly as possible, connect yourself to a fellowship of believers. You need it and they need it. There's a certain accountability, remember, to being a member, to belonging to a local New Testament church. In fact, as you study through the New Testament, you'll find that from time to time there were actually letters of commendation sent from one church to another. In Acts chapter 9, verse number 27, Barnabas gave his commendation. Uh, he's helping the Apostle Paul. Might I say, when people visit our local assemblies, someone has to come alongside them and encourage them and bring them into the fellowship. Not just by name, but in practice. But if you look at 1 Corinthians 16.10 or Romans 16.1 or even the little letter of Philemon, what are those? Those are letters from one place to another saying this is a legitimate follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and a like-minded family member in the family of God. Receive them into your fellowship. And so that's why we do it the way we do today. When people move from one place to another and they say, I want to join a body of believers, then one assembly recommends them to another assembly. Now, this is very important. Remember, because membership means accountability. One of the things that's not talked about very much, frankly, uh, today, but it's found all through the New Testament, is church discipline. Uh, that's necessary for maintaining purity within the local assembly. Uh, we read what Jesus said about that in Matthew 18, telling it to the church. But it's also taught in 1 Corinthians 5, they had to deal with a man 
Uh, it's taught in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. They had to discipline some believers who weren't doing the right thing. Now we discipline not to push people out, but to help them. In fact, the whole spirit of reproving members is to restore members. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 1, Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. I'm simply saying it means something to be a member. So let me give a couple of practical applications. Number one, if you're not a member of a local New Testament church, find one that lines up with the Word of God. Find one that teaches the Bible and that's pointing people to Christ and join that local assembly of believers. And then if you are a member of a local church, by the grace of God, recognize what a privilege it is and what a responsibility it is and ask the Lord to use you this week to help your church become everything God wants it to be. I'm telling you, it means something to be a member of a local New Testament church. It is our prayer that your faith will be strengthened as we study God's Word and that you will share His truth with others. If you're being blessed by listening to Enjoying the Journey and would like to have a part in this ministry, you may make a tax-deductible gift at scottpauley.org. Thank you for your support and continued prayers. May God bless you richly today.